episode 16 of West End Talks. I'm back. Did you miss me in the last episode? You must have done. Uh, but Robbie did a great job, I'm sure. Um, but welcome. And I don't know if you, you remember at the last end of the last episode, we announced that it was going to be Matt Mills that was joining us. But due to some circumstances at the moment, that's had to change slightly. And But no um, further ado, we do have the wonderful Philip Joel joining us tonight. Um, the world famous choreographer, uh, Twitter <laughs> funny man, and soon to be TV star. Oh, so welcome! <laughs> thank you so much welcome. for having me. Appreciate that. No, thank a, you for joining us. That's an introduction and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I think no, no truer words have been spoken. I think. <laughs> um, so, so welcome. Thank you for joining us. We'll, we'll get started the same way as we, we normally do. Okay, perfect. Um, and that's just, what got you into performing arts? What got you into dancing, that kind of? Um, it was actually a, so I'm originally from Cornwall and uh, I'm one of four uh, children. So me, my brothers and sisters, my mum and my dad uh, came to London one year for our summer holiday. And um, they were like, look, we need to see one West End show. We need to, you know, that's what London's famous for. Yeah. None of you have ever seen a musical before. You're all old enough now to go and see one. So we queued at TKTS in Leicester Square and we went and saw Greece at the Dominion Theatre. Okay. And we were right at the back, at the very, very back. And um, I remember watching it and just in absolute or that this is what people do as a job. And um, I left the theatre and I said to my mum and my dad, I was like, I want to do that when I'm older. That's what I want to do. I didn't know what that was, i.e. an ensemble member or anything. So um, we went back to Cornwall after the holidays and my mum and my dad signed me up to um, a dance class. And my older sister came actually, because she was like, oh, I want to do it as well. And we both did a, a jazz class together. She was like, nah, this ain't for me. And I came out of the class and was like, I need to go back right now and do another one. And that's how it kind of started really. And um, I actually met, there was a character that I would always tell people in rehearsals. And that is whenever you're feeling down or you're feeling like you're, you need a bit of um, inspiration to go on that night and perform, I said, there was uh, the actress who played Rizzo at the time, Sally Ann Triplett, which I then found out years later. Um, she was the reason, I wanted to be Rizzo. I came out of that theatre wanting to be Rizzo. Yeah. I just thought she was amazing. And um, so I always say to my cast now, look, when it's, you're on like, you feel in panto or they've had an extra show in, in, uh, on the tour, be, an, or be a Rizzo, be that person on stage that makes, that inspires someone in that audience to be a performer. And then this year I met Sally Ann Triplett for the very first time. And I was like, you are the reason why I started this. And she was just like, oh, wow, thanks so much. I was like, and like, she would have just thought it was a Saturday matinee. Yeah, she would know? just have uh, it on. Just, just being incredible. But she, literally I was like, she's the reason why I wanted to do why I'm here now is because of Sally Ann Triplett playing Rizzo at the Dominion Theatre when I was 10 years old. Brilliant. So that's, that's my story. That's great. Um, so what was the, the first show that you did, that you did you perform? You performed a bit, didn't you? You have performed. 
Yeah, so I um I did um so I left college. Uh, I had a UK tour uh, before I left college, which was a very hardcore dance show, and then uh, did pantos throughout the years. Uh, did Fame, Hairspray, Singing in the Rain, The Producers, Oklahoma, and 42nd Street. As a dancer. As a dancer, yes. Dancer. Uh, the Producers, I played a part. I played Carmen, the assistant in the show. Okay. Um, and all the others, I was dance captain, assistant, and ensemble member. Um, and that was great. Loved it. Did a couple of uh, feature films, did a couple of music videos, and then... Um, I accidentally kind of got into choreography um, and that was because the choreographer I was assisting at the time couldn't make it uh, to tech because we had a really bad year of snow so I had to run tech I had to make sure the show went up and I was very fortunate enough the producer was also with us and he saw me uh, kind of lead the cast and uh, gave me my first choreographic job at 23, I think I was 22, 23 wow. at the time. So, yeah, so I mean, and at the time I didn't think it was a big deal. Now, if someone, now if someone said to me, Oh, I'm 22 and I've just choreographed, or 23, I've choreographed a show, I'd be like, That's insane. But at the time it was very normal for me because it just yeah. happened by accident. Yeah, so uh, my first show I choreographed um, was a, a UK tour. Um, and then my, I would say my kind of big break as a choreographer came uh, when I choreographed Closer to Heaven at the Union with the Pet Shop Boys and Jonathan Harvey, which, which was is just, amazing. That was just last year, was it not? That was a different oh, yeah, production. This was, oh, right. oh goodness, now you're, now you're testing me. It was a good 2014-ish, <laughs> I would probably right. say, where um, it opened a lot of doors for my career, going to America, UK tours, town um and yeah kind of that that is to show that i will always be very grateful for being given um as the choreographer definitely yeah so that is a, like, kind of my journey as a choreographer, really yeah i saw it mm. last year production and it had some great dance routines in it like it really but the pet shop boys so you'd expect i mean it is it, yeah i mean it's not really um you know, a show's really easy to choreograph if you've got good kind of music and you've got kind of, you know, I as a choreographer in that show, you can definitely show off, if that makes sense. There's a lot of, um, and not in a bad way, you know, just kind of a lot of numbers where not a lot necessarily needs to happen. So you can just do hardcore choreography and dancing rather than having to tell a massive story in three minutes. So it is a really, it's a bit of a choreographer's dream, that show. Um, and also it's just dance music, you know, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's iconic music as well. Like everybody mm. remembers the Pet Shop Boys, whatever age you are, they might not remember the mm. original, like originally coming out, but everybody's, I'm sure, I know, my mother was a massive fan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and but I was quite naive to it, to be honest with you. I kind of was like, oh yeah, I'm doing a show with the Pet Shop Boys. And I didn't realise Closer to Heaven actually already had a following. So when we did it, uh, tickets sold out the six, like the four or five week run sold out in I want to say less than 24 hours but I kind of want to say it was like 12 hours and yeah. that was just unheard of and I was like oh I can't even get a ticket to go and see my own show because it's sold out like this I was there uh, going can I see it tonight and the producers were like there's literally no tickets you can't 
it was brilliant. I mean, it was absolutely amazing experience. I loved it. Uh, definitely, it was a great show. But no, so you've yeah. done lots of different things um, as, as a choreographer. But what we'll do, we'll come to the, some of those later in, in the talk. Sure. But what we'll do is we'll, we'll move on. And yeah. from here, just a disclosure, mm -hmm. uh, West End Talks don't hold any responsibility as these are your fans' questions. Okay. Um, <laughs> so prepare yourself. Okay, I'm ready for it. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's walked off yet, so don't worry. Uh, I'm loving the wine, by the way. Loving the wine. I'm, I'm sitting here with squash. Oh, I mean, Look it's on it. seven o'clock. Do you know uh, yeah. we've always got a cheeky wine? Definitely. Definitely. So, the first one comes from, mm -hmm. um, comes from a friend. He actually was the one that nominated you, although we had actually okay. organised um, the, the chat anyway. Uh, but he did Absolutely. nominate you at the end of his chat. And it's Tom Grabby. And mm -hmm. all he wants to know is, he wants to know if you're still going to marry him. Okay, so we did two shows together, and um, he <laughs> we did come to. I can't actually remember the agreement, but we were like, "Look, if we get to a certain age and we're both still single, let's just get married." So I'm gonna say I'm gonna now maybe extend it to forty. It might have been thirty-five, but that is only now nearly well that's nearly two years away and that's a bit scary that I might have to marry him in two years so I'm now going to extend it to 40 um just to hopefully give myself a little bit longer of finding someone but if this interview happens again in like five years I say it's 50. Yeah you know just I mean? keep so, extending it. yeah definitely. We're just going to keep extending it yeah but um if it's 40 yeah sure I did say that about five years ago so I don't know what the answer was so I, I might be when extending that again yeah. Absolutely. So yes, my intention is yes to marry him. I'm just not giving him a certain date. <laughs> That's fine. That we will pass that one. Um, that answers his question. Gets that one out the road. That's there the only silly question there is. Um, That's so, all right. Kate, Katie, sorry, apologies, Katie. Uh, Katie wants to know. Uh, now let me get this out, and we'll break it up, right? So I'll say it out uh -huh. all first, and then we'll kind of break it up into the, the different sections. So she says, please, can you share advice for entering the choreography world, as that's what I'm training for and have done many choreo choreographs for amateur performances, but would like more information on how to go about choreographing for bigger shows. There are additions for, additions for dancers. Is there such a thing for additions for choreographers? And do you still need an agent? So we'll break that up. Yeah, let's um, So the first okay. bit was was basically she's looking for advice for entering the choreography world. Okay, so my advice would be um, to offer your services. And I kind of think you've got to be um, a bit, um, you know, you've got, you've got to just ask people that you don't know and be like, hi, are you looking for an assistant? I know we don't know each other, would love to meet up for a coffee and see what happens. Um, it's really tricky because it's uh, to become a choreographer it's kind of a bit of word of mouth to be honest with you it's not um it's not not really based on um you audition you don't audition to become a choreographer you just get it from either the director that might maybe knows you or a producer that maybe knows you or wants to work with you or a director that wants to work with you or if they've seen your work in previous things i would definitely say if she's got um video footage um of her choreography to make it into a two minute 
20 second clip that she can send off to people um but yeah it's um it's it is a bit of a reputation base to be honest with you um and which is kind of difficult because if you do a bad job in a show it's really then i think difficult to then try and get someone to employ you again so you're yeah. constantly having to pull out you know i mean pull it out of the bag every single time and hope that someone sees it that maybe is looking for a choreographer like a director or a producer that will then give your agent a call to negotiate you being part of the next team that makes sense yeah it makes sense completely that makes sense you're right. only as good as your, as your last work um i think that, that goes in a lot of industries definitely that goes in a lot of industries but i can yeah. understand completely more so for for actors choreographers the theatre world, mm. I can understand that. Um, yeah. So the, the, let me see, and have done many choreography for amateur performances. Um, if you'd like more information on how to go about choreography for bigger shows, I think you kind of talked about that. It's, it's about what the mouth, yeah. it's things yeah. like that. Um, do you still need an agent? I think it's the only kind of thing you didn't um, I mean, for me, you don't need an agent to necessarily be offered the job, but okay. I, I, I like having my agent because they protect me with contracts. That makes so, sense, yeah. yeah. So as in a lot of my work, you know, don't get me wrong, my agent does occasionally be like, oh, I've got a meeting set up for you. But a lot of my work I do get through um, either emails or a Twitter message or a Facebook message. Um, and then I say to my agent, look, I've been offered this. And then they deal with the negotiations. Um, and, you know, sometimes, you know, I, if there's a, a clash with timetables, so for example, I might be like, look, I want to do both shows. Can we, can I be in the morning at that place for that show? And can the afternoon I'll be in that place for that show? And they can either say yes, or they can either be like, yeah, we'll work the schedule around whatever you can do. So like there has been times where I've literally been running across London in the morning and doing one show and then running across and doing another. But that's thanks to my agent, you know, and sorting yeah. that out um, because of me. But you don't have to have one um, to get a job. No, just, uh, I would say, just make sure you know what you're doing, well, dealing with co uh, contracts, because I'm absolutely rubbish at contracts. So I'm glad I've got my agent for that, definitely. So my, I'd ha I would have to have an agent for that respect as well. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know where to, uh, no. Wouldn't know where to start. Yeah. So, so moving on, I think that, that Katie's got an answer there. I think you can answer everything. Um, certainly, uh, um, she's, certainly you seem to answer everything. Um, so Simon wants to know, a, a slightly easier question, what's your favourite dance move? Do you have a, a favourite dance move? Um, oh, that's a tricky one. I uh, thought it was an easier question, maybe not. <laughs> No, I think it's trickier because um, everything kind of goes to what's right for the show, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. as in, if you're choreographing fame, you might give it a lovely step, massive kick of the leg and five pirouettes. Hairspray is a bit more, you know, um, historical in what you can do because it's set in a certain era. Um, where same with Closer to Heaven, do you know what that is set in a different era? So you wouldn't choreograph, when I choreographed Hairspray, do the same choreography for uh, Closer to Heaven. I mean, I, I never feel like you, uh, a massive step whack kick ever goes, is ever offensive to anyone. You know, a lovely big kick, 
Do you know what I mean? Yes. I never see anyone really complaining about that. So I'm going to say a nice step whack kick. Step whack. That's what there I'm going to say. Step whack. Either, either left or right. Yeah. Either left or right. It doesn't matter which leg you use. But yeah, step whack. But no, that that makes sense with the, the different eras and the, the, the shows because obviously you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily put a dab in a in, in hairspray because obviously a dab's not really a dance move. Yeah. But it's the only one I can think of. Like you wouldn't yeah, sit there and go on hairspray because it didn't exist yeah. back then. Well, exactly. You can't stop the dab. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen. You know, it doesn't work so. because it wouldn't work. Yes, the, there we go. That was the thing. Exactly. Don't dab in hairspray is going to be a bit of advice. Google Michael Ball, if you're listening, don't put a dab in when it comes to the Coliseum. I'll be watching. I know uh, Jerry Mitchell. I know he won't put one in. It's all good. No, I, I, would, I would highly <laughs> doubt there'll be one in that one. Um, so, so Craig wants to know, what's your best routine in your eyes that you've done? So not in, not in reviews or that, but in your eyes. Oh, um... Oh, that's a tricky one because um, a lot of the things I think aren't very good or could be better are the ones that a lot of people Please. compliment me on. It's but yeah, I really liked it. Or, or like just, or yeah, it was nice. And I go, what do you mean? It's nice. I wanted to, you to say that was me. The surprise ones that I kind of don't know the best ones. The ones that I kind of, oh, that's brilliant. Well done for the ones that I don't prepare for at all. Yeah. People go. Brilliant. So um, there was a really enjoyed, and I just thought it was adequate. But everyone um, running was uh, quite well received as well. Um, but you know, the music for Hairspray is such a gift; it's absolutely incredible. So I, you know, it's a choreographer's dream. Hairspray, I think, personally. Yeah. Um, but Run and Tell That is one of my p- favorite songs in that show, anyway. So. Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to say run and tell that in Hairspray. There we go. Yeah, well, that is a, a, a kind of iconic song, and, and it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a more iconic at the moment, um, I think, than, than, than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different story. Um, yeah. so, so Eddie, um, we've, we've k- kind of answered this, um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll ask it just because it's, it's a question from a, a person. Um, he wants to know how you became a choreographer. But I think it's, it was by accident, you said, wasn't it? Yeah, it was by accident. And like I said, it was uh, the choreographer just couldn't get to the theatre due to the snow yeah. from London to Liverpool. And people saw that I could treat a cast with respect, but still get what I need to get out of the cast in a very short time frame, i.e. text. There's never a technical rehearsal that is ever long enough, ever. And we got through it. It was great and the notes were correct with respect and people saw that however i don't know if i'd be a choreographer if the snow never happened 
what, what's for you will not go by you. That's a scene in Scotland. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm very grateful it heavily snowed that year and her train was cancelled. So, um, no, that's a choreographer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I didn't think anything was going to happen of it and it did. So, I'm very grateful. But, yeah, that's not what I thought of the time. So, it is, you know, a bit of, uh, bit of luck is always on your side when things like that happen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, it does. And that's about that. That's, it's, it's a lot of luck in, in the world at the mm. moment. That's what a lot of people rely on is luck. Mm. Uh, some people get it and some people don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've wrote a name here. I apologise to whoever this is. I've wrote a name and it's not wrote correctly. So I don't know who it was okay. that asked the question. <laughs> I do apologise. Okay. Um, but somebody has asked, what do you look for when, da when dancers are auditioning? So if you were to audition a dancer, what are you looking mm. for? I mean, obviously getting the routine right. And um, it's funny, the ones that normally get it are not the people that I, uh, not that I don't expect them to, but you know, the last thing we look at as a creative team are how many credits you've done and where you've trained. It's kind of what you bring to the table in the room. But I mean, obviously the accuracy of getting the choreography right but very much so your energy and the energy that you give, not only when you're dancing, but also when you're on the side waiting for me. Um, I actually watch people a lot of the time when they're on the side. And even when they're just warming up, whilst we're pretending as a creative team to be talking about work, I'm actually kind of looking around the room and going, oh, that's so-and-so, or, oh, I've never met that person before, but, um, it's actually kind of what you bring to the table, a confidence, I would say, and actually a confidence of, I can do this eight shows a week and you don't need to worry about me getting injured or me being a nice person or me being a negative person. Do you know what I mean? Like, as in, sense, yeah. like being a positive, friendly person is going to get you really far in this industry. And I know that sounds really obvious, but, I think sometimes people think you've got to be perfect in the routine to get a recall, but you don't. You've just got to be, have that positive energy and that likability factor, personally, for me. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. I, I can understand that completely. Mm. Uh, if, yeah. you, if you have somebody that's, that's perfection, but is a, is a horrible person or doesn't mm. bring more to the table, but somebody who's the nicest person you'll ever meet and and okay, maybe gets a few steps wrong, you can work with that better than you can work yeah. with personality. I, can... I mean, I can say this now, but I definitely got it wrong when we were auditioning for the Ambers for Hairspray because this one girl that came in, uh, she, she got the job and I was like, I just don't think she's a nice person. And they were like, well, Amber's not nice in the show. And I was like, I know, but we've got to work together. And actually she was the loveliest person I've ever worked <laughs> with. And we're still really good friends now, so I can say it. But I was literally there like, oh, I just don't get a nice. But saying that though, she was absolutely incredible in the show because <laughs> what she gave off in that audition room was Amber. So she got it because of that. And I was just worried about it. she was a nice person. And on top of that, she could, play amber really well but that was really really nice so i did misjudge that one to be fair there we go see we, we all do it once oh we do yes don't judge a bit by its cover yes yeah and so so jess wants to know is there anything is there any things 
not to do an addition. So if somebody's auditioning for you or for somebody. Yeah, I think, um, you know, don't ask a question if you're not going to apply the correction. Okay. So if you're going to say like, if it, I mean, a pet hate of mine is if I say a double pirouette and you do a triple, because, okay, great, you've shown you can do a triple, but I only need a double. And if you're going to start whacking out triples when eight other people are doing a double, you're making it about you and not about the show. So for me, that's a bit of a pet peeve. Um, also, just on the side, when you're watching, if, you're, if you don't look that supportive of other people, um, you know, if you're just standing there looking like you'd rather be anywhere else but here, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, it makes sense. Now, the, the, the biggest uh, lesson I actually learned was if you get through to the singing round, um, if a panel just go, hey, how are you? And you reply with, yeah, I'm fine, thanks. I've got nowhere to then carry a conversation on with you. As mm -hmm. in, that is kind of a moment that you get to meet your panel for the very first time and be you and actually engage in a conversation so the thought of you just ending that conversation within five seconds is, oh, okay, cool. Do you want to go and give your music to the piano, Matt? Like, you know, I learned that through at college, I left college and was like, I'm fine, thank you. And I never got through singing rounds. And then I, uh, one time I was at Danceworks and I fell down the stairs in the bottom studio because I didn't realise there were stairs there. So all my sheet music went everywhere and literally I was like, oh my God, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. Like literally on all fours trying to gather all my sheet music. And before I'd even opened my mouth, they were like, oh, I like him. If he can't sing, let's put him through anyway. Yeah. So because for me, that was a big learning curve because I didn't realise that. I just thought you had to be professional, do your job, go in, sing your best 16 bars and leave. But actually when they're asking, hey, how are you? They're actually going like, let's get to know you first. Yeah. And your personality can get you through a lot of hoops as a performer, as in, and a lot of, yeah, you know, they're not the greatest singer, but oh my God, they've got the likability factor over someone that is amazing singer. But you're like, oh, yeah, you know, everyone can sing like that. I think that's so a, a bit of yeah go on sorry. Sorry, on you go. no no on you go no, I don't. was just gonna say I mean for me it's just all about the personality and kind of just that employability factor of if I'm going to work with you for a month in a rehearsal room are you going to be a good person to employ nice you know completely yeah, yeah. completely understand that so, so that would be my advice go and just be yourself and, and be mm. more of yourself than you than you think to be. I think so. Yeah, I just agree. That up. Yeah, I think that's, so. I think yeah. a good way of looking at that. I, I look at things in a different format and to a, like, mm. look at things like my way because I'm not obviously not a choreographer or a performer. Um, so obviously the, the way you are talking is that's like watching the X Factor. Mm. Who you vote for might not necessarily be the the favorite, the best singer. Mm. It's the person that, that connects to the audience more. And I think that, like, I mean, I don't know about you, but even just the everyday life where, like, if you go to a coffee shop and there's that one really happy barista, and you're just like, oh, my goodness, I love that person, and I'm going to go back to that shop over yeah. someone that's going to be a bit... Do you know what I mean? It's that thing of... Oh, like, you're right. Yes, exactly. Like, you know, 
being a nice person, I think, will get you very far in life. Not okay. even just in this industry, just in life. Just in life in general. No, that's, yeah. that's some good life advice there, Philip. Woo! <laughs> some good you. life advice. Not just <laughs> uh, auditioning. Um, so, um, Robert, I think you've asked, you, you didn't answer it because you've answered your pet peeves in, in auditioning. But Robert mm -hmm. wants to know, do you have any pet peeves in dancing? So in dancing in general? Um, oh, like I said, I think uh, pet peeves dancing in general, that's really tough, isn't it? Um, I would probably just be like, know your strengths and be honest with your weaknesses. Um, so as in, it can be, if I've had someone that's applied for a job and be like, I'm a really good dancer. I've had this before, actually. I'm a really good dancer. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, uh, and then you get to it and you watch them and you go, oh no, you've taken audition space from someone else. As in, I would rather you say I'm a mover and I can put you in the right category rather than you try and sell yourself to me and it's actually a lie. Maybe, yeah. if you know Makes what I mean. Um, yeah, I think, you know, for example, if you can tap, say you can tap. If you can't tap, say you can't tap. You know, like there's no point trying to, I can tell if you're blacking it, I'm not dumb, you know. Um, so just be honest and be like, look, but, oh, so this was a good story. So I had my audition for Shrek and they were looking for one person and they didn't say like, um, they were like, we're looking for a male dancer. Now, what they didn't say was we're looking for a male dancer that can flip. Okay. So they went around the room and like, who can flip? Yes, no, no. And I went, I can't flip, but I can give you a really good Pinocchio falsetto. What, they, what I didn't realize at the time is they were actually looking for a Pinocchio understudy as well. Right. So, no, I can't flip. I can give you a Pinocchio understudy, but I don't believe Pinocchio needs to flip. They were like, yeah, actually, we're looking for someone actually like that as well. So, but no one else got recalled in that group because, um, well, the flippers got recalled, but everyone else that said no, didn't. So I was like, oh, so I got recalled with the flippers, but not being asked to flip. So just be honest, because you never know, actually, your strengths might be what they're already looking for. Maybe. That's very good, yes. That's... Yes, there you go. There's a bit of industry. Industry know-how inside, inside the, the auditioning world, I think we're getting here. Yes, um, absolutely. I meant to say that Sarge, I like my dance studio. This is just where I live, by the way. I'm constantly just, in here. This is just in the basement of your house, isn't yeah, it? Just, just <laughs> come down here every morning and do some stretches. Yeah, you know. I mean, if anyone wants to come and join, you're like, yeah, it's, you know, come and join at some point when you're allowed to. I was going to say, normally, and under normal circumstances, at the moment, it's just me, I'm afraid. Uh, yes, <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, not allowed at the moment. But so, so no. Callum, Callum kind of moves on. He's he's asking, um, where did the videos? Where did the idea for the videos come from? This is the, the Twitter videos. Ah, okay. So, um, the first one I did was um, a complete mistake. As in, I obviously I made it to make my friends on social media just smile. It was a point in isolation where people were really okay. down. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, you know what? 
let, let, just have a bit of a laugh. What I didn't realise what was going to happen was that snowball started to roll down the hill. Um, Very fast. So that, but yeah. And um, so I did that one video and then, I don't know if you've seen it, it's about going to Freedom Bar in Soho. I have, I have seen all. Um, and then I had, yeah, right. So then Freedom then got in touch and we're like, we love your video, can't wait to see you. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So then I did another one the next day about my Wicked audition. Mm-hmm. And then Pineapple got in touch the next day. And like all of a sudden, like my videos were like reaching 20,000 views, 30,000 views. And I was just going, like, oh, this is getting a bit of a thing. So I carried on for about a week or two started to introduce characters but the whole thing has been an absolute mistake none of it has been um and none of my videos scripted none of them are thought out before i start recording i literally put a costume on i open my mouth and hope it's funny um and all of them are obviously to do with my previous experiences or a heightened version of my experiences yeah I've been in an open call. I've been to move it. I've been on the casting panel. I've seen how musical directors, choreographers, directors act. I've done it all. I've seen it. I've been a cast member. Um, And so I think what resonates with people is everyone can kind of resonate with part of the video, if not part, all of it. Um, And as long as they make people smile and they don't upset anyone, then I'm here for it. And so far, I've been very lucky that they haven't upset anyone. Um, And so that's how it all came about. A massive accident uh, that people... I mean, I'm fully aware if I did these videos without corona, they wouldn't be a success. It's thanks to the coronavirus and everyone being in ISIP. Well, I don't know. People wouldn't have had time to watch them, I don't think. It may not have happened as quickly. Sure, I just don't think people would have had time to maybe watch them, share them, like them, comment. Do you know what I mean? I kind of go, um, maybe I'm wrong, maybe they would have been. We'll never know the actual answer, but things do, things were going viral before Corona, things Mm. did go viral before, so there was the possibility because the, the, the coronavirus didn't help with the funniness. Because the actual coronavirus wasn't involved in any of your videos, is that correct? You didn't kind of mention... Yeah, no, they haven't been. No, no so it's been ones. about yeah. the theatre world. And the two that I remember yeah. the most is press night. I thought that one was yeah. hilarious because literally you go to a press night and there are people constantly walking about like that, like you watch it. Yeah. And then obviously the, the stage door is so me. Like, but I the stage resemble... door one, yeah. I mean, I always had a bit of... um. You know, to be honest with you, I was very anxious of ever uploading one every every time I uploaded one because I thought, A, is this funny? And B, I hope I'm not offending anyone. Um, because the moment I, if I got a message going, I'm really upset about this, I would just delete it and I would probably have just stopped making them. But I was really nervous about the stage door one because I didn't think it was very funny. But yet the stage door one seems to be one of the favourites of all of them. Because the, the, you literally caught everybody. Like, you watch the stage <laughs> door. If you come and, like, you haven't been at the show and you stand at the sideline, you literally what, got everybody. 
Like you got the ones that, that, that are mad fans, they, they came with the presents or the... <coughs> well, that's me and Dean Hansen. I took them Christmas presents this year. Oh! Like, I let to, oh, last year, December, obviously. I took them all Christmas presents, like the whole cast. Actually, ensemble, like, no, no, it's not an ensemble Dean Hansen, but I took yeah. everybody in the cast a, 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 a Christmas present. And I'm like, oh my God, that's me? Like you have literally envisioned me in a video. Uh, and then the one that but knows... But the thing is, though, is like, yeah, but I think, what I think the beauty of it is, is everyone has kind of maybe potentially laughed at themselves if they can resonate with themselves in that video. And then they've laughed at someone else that they can't resonate in other videos, if that makes sense. So, mm -hmm. you know, not everyone's a choreographer, but can laugh at the choreographer one. And not everyone is a director, but can laugh at the director one. So I'm very humbled with the theatre community being very loving of these videos yes. right now and, you know yes and also you know uh you know it's very easy um to take offense but i'm very lucky that no one has um because like i said it would be they would have automatically stopped because the last thing i would have done was to try and offend people with any of them yeah, you want so. me you want to sit out to do that so that's that's good so we'll, we'll come back to that later okay, um, okay. a bit more in detail because you, you, sure. you had some bigger news with off the back of that, but we'll sure. come to that at the, towards the end. Come okay. back to the, the kind of choreography side. Tom wants to know because you, you've you've choreographed quite a few things. You've talked about mm -hmm. some of the things you've choreographed in the past. He wants to know is is there so not necessarily an answer to this question. Mm -hmm. Is there an easier one to choreograph, i.e., pantomime, musical, or a one-off concert? Is there one that's easier, or are they all just as hard in their own ways? Um, I think um, that's a difficult one. I and I don't think he's saying easy as no, in yeah, it's I easy. Know, yeah. It's yeah. the one easier. No, I get that. I actually think um, <laughs> plays or shows without dance breaks are the hardest. Um, so, for example, I think the musical "Come From Away," the choreographer in that show is an absolute genius um, because not once do you actually even realize they're dancing. But the storytelling she is doing on the plane or at the party or at the beginning, you know, I don't, I don't think there's, there's not a double pirouette in that show. No, there's not. You know, no. but the staging transforms that show's storytelling so much um, and that is something I really admire in a choreographer that can do that. Um, I thought um, e even kind of the movement in A Monster Calls which is a play but they mm -hmm. would have had some movement on that um, or even Company you know, I don't know if you ever saw Company, but um, seen when Bobby, but when Bobby had um, all the women and she was dressed in a red dress and all the other women were dressed in a red dress and they all started to move and tell a story, I thought that is so clever because <laughs> that's taken a very long time to do. It looks like it's nothing, but that's taken a long time to do. So I would personally say that for me takes a lot more intelligence and preparation to do rather than a three minute dance break that doesn't enhance the storyline um some people might disagree with that um but that's my opinion 
Yeah, I think come from a way I really, really admire the choreographer yeah. in that, absolutely. It, I think it's, it's the way that they get the, the landing of the plane without an actual plane mm. there. Like the, the bodies obviously with the, the movements and... But yeah. I mean, like as in, it, and you just think, don't you, like everyone, like for example, like bumps up at the same time when they've got a bit of turbulence, but no making sure that everyone knows that and making sure that doesn't look like a ripple effect and making sure that doesn't look like one person goes earlier than everyone else or later. Yeah. Like that, that's accuracy. That's really hard to do. And then yeah. times that by a show that doesn't have an interval and is seamless. That is really clever, I think. No, Come From Away is definitely a... From a, from a dance oh, I love Come From Away. Oh, yeah, I'm a massive fan of Come From Away, I've got to say. Mm. Um, but definitely the, the, the dancing. But you must watch... You mustn't, to a certain extent, hate going to shows because you'll watch them in a different way than what likes them, I will. Yeah. Because you'll go, oh, um, that wasn't so great. Do you, do you sit there and, not judge, but do you sit there and go, oh, that wasn't so good, or oh, that could have been done better? Or? No, do you know what? I actually go a lot of the time and learn. Right. Um, I think, you. I mean, another person I really admire is um, Carrie Ann, the choreographer of Six. I think her work is it's just brilliant it literally just it's so uh it tells the story there's not necessarily you know step kick step shenny shenny but it doesn't need that it needs something else and that is what she brings to the table so well um so i think six is also brilliant and um it's more i go and see a show and i go love that maybe potentially in you know watch something go I wasn't a massive fan of that but why did I not like that and I'm constantly learning I'm constantly watching new choreographers work uh, people that I've known for years years their work um, and just go that's interesting because I don't think anyone no one knows it all no one everyone's always learning and the no. moment you think you know yeah and like um you know Stephen Meir when I interviewed him during lockdown on my insert I would say I would say like what advice would you say? And he said, keep learning. Like he was like, I don't know it all. So if Steve Amir doesn't know it all, then I ain't even close, honey. Do you know what I mean? So yes. <laughs> I'll carry on researching. I will carry on watching shows, even if they're not my forte, as in I'm not the choreographer. I'm not the right choreographer to choreograph and Juliet. But can I appreciate her work? Absolutely, because it was brilliant, her work. Do you know what I mean? So always yeah, learn. No, I some of the dancing, like you can think of like shows from the past, obviously, like so the one that comes to mind about to do a dancing was Strictly Ballroom. Mm. That one obviously, because that's about dance and there's a lot mm. of dancing and, and there's obviously the iconic, it, it, it must be slightly harder when you're working with iconic shows. Well, I mean, I think, yeah, I think, I mean, I mean, Stephen Mayer, who did Mary Poppins, I mean, he has created some of the most iconic choreographic work of the West End. Like I could, someone could do like a, a, a in Supercala, they do a, a pattern of their hands and I go, that's Supercala from Mary Poppins by Stephen Mir. I mean, I've achieved that of one movie shows. It's like Gillian Lynn, when I worked, uh, when I met Gillian and she obviously choreographed Cats. I mean, the iconic choreography in that show, I was just like, you're 
literally iconic. Like you could do anything from cats and you just go, that's Gillian Lynn. Um, and even, you know, um, I don't know if you ever saw, did you see Jekyll and Hyde by June McConey? Unfortunately, no. Oh. I did. Stunning. It was absolutely stunning. Not a word was said and it was so brilliantly told. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely there's some... So that's why, yeah. Going back, going slightly back to... to, Go back to slightly to Tom's question. I think what you really mean is like the the musicals and plays that don't have dance breaks. They're the kind of... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Sorry, what about no? You're fine. Not a problem. No, no. We like about <laughs> waffling. We like about waffling. Just to, for Tom to get the the, the, the actual answer yes. out of that. That's all. Um. So, so Olivia asks: Is there one piece of advice? If there was one, sorry, if there was one piece of advice that you would say every dancer should follow, what would it be? Um. That's really tricky, isn't it? Um. Try and keep your skills set up by going to class as much as possible. There you go. I'm going to try and be accurate with that one. (laughs) Some good advice. I'm going to try and be accurate for once. For once, I'm going to be accurate. Yeah. (laughs) Try and keep your craft up as much as you can. So Alex's question, you've mentioned one uh, who played Mm -hmm. Rizzo in Greece, but he wants to know who was your inspirations as a child? So did you have anybody um, else other than Sally Ann? Yeah, oh my goodness. Um, so as a, for my 13th birthday, so I saw Greece when I was 10. For and my 13th birthday, I'm originally from Cornwall, like I said at the beginning, and fame came to Plymouth, which is about an hour, an hour and a half drive, something like that. And my right. mum took me and my best mate to Plymouth to see fame for a matinee. And, um, I mean, I was obsessed. I can understand, start yes. to finish. And so I've seen fame, probably different productions overall, but about 20 times overall. And every single time, like, people laugh at me and just go, is fame really like the, your... And I'm like, I love fame. Um, and so I saw that in Plymouth saw it in London, saw it when I came back to Plymouth, everything I've seen. But what I loved about that show was Karen Bruce, the choreographer, and her dance breaks were just something else. So for me, her choreography was so inspiring um, that I used to copy bits of it and then take her home to Cornwall back to my dance school. Um, And then I managed to work with Wayne Sleep when I was a kid. Ballet Extraordinaire, original Mr. Mistopheles. Um out there, why don't you? Well, no, but I mean, I, I was very lucky. You know, I was, I stuck to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I kind of, you know, got bullied loads as a kid, but I just ignored them. I was like, well, I'm off to work with Wayne Sleep. See you later, loves. Um, yeah. But I managed to work with Wayne Sleep, which was amazing. And obviously a male dancer who's been there, done it. He was just like, keep going, ignore the bullies. Um, and then, yeah, like, they were kind of the people that I grew up with. But I was always listening to shows, always listening to show albums. And that's where my money would go. It wouldn't go on pop music. It wouldn't go on anything else but buying soundtracks to shows. 
um and yeah, that's what that's what inspired me yeah as in and now you know i kind of go oh it's not weird but as in back in the day in cornwall when everyone else was buying a spice girls cassette i was there like starlight express you know i was there going, oh my god amazing spice girls uh whatever starlight express cats you know um uh, we used to have a piano and um in the living room and i used to sing try and play and sing but i used to put shows on for my mum and my dad in the living room with disco lights and i tried to charge them 50p to get in <laughs> i don't know why i thought i could get away with charging a pound to watch a show and my sister would hide behind the sofa and be my dresser and I, then i'd come out and perform like that is just what i did and bless my mum and dad for having to sit through my performances that's kind of part of mum and dad's jobs yeah. <laughs> just but I mean, bless them, like they applauded quite well. Do you know what I mean? They didn't um, just go, well done, Philip, see you next week. They made me feel like I had achieved something that night, you know? Oh, and then I went nice. to bed. And then yeah, they came to bed now. And then they would sit yeah. down and go, what have we just watched? Yes, exactly. They must have been like, what? Well, why can't he just like the Spice Girls new single? Why is he asking for Starlight Express? But I did. I'm sure that's not true. <laughs> Hey, so, oh, and I'm sure I'm not the only story of that either. I'm sure there's a lot of us out there that have that same story. I'm quite positive, yes. I think yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, we were as much as I was never a performer, I did similar things. Uh, yes, we were my two brothers. Definitely we were. Um as I say, I, you don't want me to sing or dance. That's, I have two left feet and uh, no vocals. But- but then what I love about theatre is actually that really doesn't matter. What actually brings us all together is the love of theatre. Yeah. And actually, all right, I did it professionally. Okay, you didn't. But that doesn't matter. What we've got is that we both love theatre and we will pr- always support live theatre more than other people and everyone else. And when we can go back to live theatre, we will be the first ones there. Do you know what well, I mean? I can assure you, like... I've already decided the first night of theatre, I don't care what theatre mm. I'm in in London. Like, mm. I don't care. I will be in a theatre that first night. Yes. Like, yeah. I have some preferences that I want to do. Yes, of but, course. Like, but, now, I'm not the biggest fan of Thriller Life. Now, unfortunately, that is a casualty of, of, of the, 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 the thingy, but I'm not a massive fan of the show. But mm. I said, even to a certain extent, if that had still been open, I would have still, I would have been if that was the only ticket I could get, I'd have been there. Like, I don't care where I'm going. Like, I will go to whatever theatre. Can, can, can I ask what your bucket list is, though? If you, if you had three shows you can choose from? From the first night back? Oh, right. My first day that I would try will be Mary Poppins, um, Come From Away, or Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, very nice. That's the three that I would try first. But then, okay. no. 100% anything, like, I would, I'll be in a theatre. Like, mm. you, you, you'll see me in a theatre, whatever theatre that may be. I Flat. don't know yet, because we don't right. know when it's going to open, but... No, uh, absolutely. Exciting. So, so Kira wants to know, have you ever won anything for your choreography? I won a, uh, a short film award in Canada. Oh. Uh, so, in other, I, I won an award and actually I think I won 
So in other words, I did this short film, which was a Facebook message at the time. And I thought nothing of it. I thought, um, lovely movement, nice storytelling. Thank you very much. Goodbye. And then it started, so it went to the London Film Festival and Italy and Canada and in other words, it's been to a lot of places and it it just started to win like awards. But because I wasn't there, so I would wake up to a message being like, guys, we've won this award. Phil, this award has happened. Congratulations. And I was there going, I waking up at 7am off to go and teach. And I'd be like, what? Like, um, I know Canada was one. I'm pretty sure London was one. Um, yeah, I know Canada was definitely, I need to actually probably read my messages again. Um, <laughs> yes. because, well, because you're not there and experiencing it in person, you're like, oh, great. Like someone else has thanked my award on behalf of me and it's not filmed. So I don't know where, what, what you've said. What Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was very nice, you know, but, um, you don't do it for the awards, you know, it's very... No, no, hard. you don't do it. No, no, no. So it's, nice, in, it's nice to get... Yeah, know, it's nice to be nominated, and it's nice to be yeah. recognised, and it's nice to win, you know, um, but... Yeah, that's... Um, but that was a weird one, because it was another thing, for example, like Closer to Heaven, it wasn't supposed to be a success, but it was. I think that's, I think the ones... I think that's everything, like, I'm, I used to be, I say used to be, I am a qualified chef, and the, mm. re- the, the I'm not, I don't train, I don't work in that. Um, but when I used to make meals, it, the worst the ones I think were bad were the ones I really loved. Mm. Like recipes and stuff. My family would go, oh, that's fantastic. And I would go, really? I thought that was rubbish. Yeah. So yes. it's exactly, and yeah. The same with my choreography. The ones I think is good, but people go, well, people go, I think I'm like, oh, I was hung over when I choreographed. People are like, brilliant, brilliant, giving it an award. And I'm like, oh, all right. Give them more alcohol, quick. Get them more, hung over <laughs> <Yeah>. more. <laughs> More, more, more. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's very true, though. Very true. No, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. So, um, Lydia wants to ask a, a slightly controversial question. Okay. Um, she asks, do you think shows like Strictly and Dancing mm-hmm. on Ice, mm-hmm. do you think they help or hinder dancing? No, I think they help. Um, and I'll say that because my nephews... Um, absolutely didn't get what my job was. Philip works in theatre, Uncle Philip, and they were like, do you want to go and see Uncle Philip in a show? Nah, not bothered. When my nephews became obsessed with Strictly Come Dancing, they all of a sudden were like, Uncle Philip, I can't believe this is what you do. And they were absolutely fascinated by it and they were um my old my my oldest nephew he's literally like cool and like this next show that you're doing and this what you're doing and he's now so involved in it but i tell you it's not it's thanks to strictly come dancing that he became interested it you know you can say what you want about it but it does make dancing accessible to people that might have never bothered watching a dance show in the first place so i appreciate it i'll be i'll be, I'll be perfectly honest um, yeah. personally 
I wouldn't have watched just a dance show. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm a massive musical fan and I love dancing in musicals. But until Strictly, and I remember the very first season of Strictly, so I remember it way mm. back to begin. Not like come dancing, I remember the relaunch of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Not showing my age there. Uh, <laughs> so the, the Bruce and Tess relaunched mm. it. I remember that. And I thought, oh, a show about dancing, this is never going to take off. It's never going to work. Well, here we are, 18 years later, it's still running. Um, mm. It's, and what uh, I love about bad. it, it's not it's it's not like other TV shows where the I think the audience are supporting everyone, and it's not like you know anyone comes out and it's boo boo, you know, like yeah. where other TV shows it's like okay, cool, let's embarrass them, and then you know I don't think it is that, and I've had a lot of friends that have been contestants on it. And, you know, I, t- I say to them, you know, how was your Strictly? And they're like, it's the best time I've had. You know, they have the best journey. The- and actually not only just learning a dance, like the best time they've been, the fittest they've ever been, the most, the friendships they've made. And I kind of, you know, and it's, I've had about four or five friends be contestants on it and they've never said a bad word on it. So I've got to no, appreciate it. Um, even, even Anne Widdicombe, who, okay, wasn't the best dancer, but mm. she said she, she still had fun. Like, mm. as much as she couldn't dance, she still had fun. So, and that's the whole point in that thing, to a certain extent. Learning, learning a new thing, but you're never going to get all 15 in one season being professional dancers after that. No. Like, you're never, I mean, that's never going to happen. And that's fine, because if you made me go on a, a competition uh, about maths or science, I would be the first one chucked out, because I cannot, for the love of me, do maths or science. I'm absolutely absolutely shocking so I accept my weaknesses and I accept my strengths but you know if it, if I managed to learn a bit of maths and science whilst having a good good old time then say la be I'll take that, it that's very true very true Philip so just a couple more questions to go yeah go um, so can I'm going into more more about your um videos Okay. <laughs> um, come back, come back to the, the the Twitter videos and stuff now. Sure. Um. So we've asked that one. So Joe wants to know: Do you think there'll ever be a real stage show of the Fossey Forest Ballet? Um. That is something I can't actually go into. To be honest with you, I can't right, actually okay. delve into that. So you can take that as you like. So yes, okay, we'll that take is, that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll ask no more. We'll, we'll ask no more for that one. We will take that definitely as, as you mm-hmm. meant it. Um, so, so Fallon mm-hmm. uh, wants to know, she wants to know, is there any ideas going about of a one-man tour show? So you going about doing your comedy? Because I personally, I would second that one. Um, I mean, it's really tricky because I, uh, five years ago, no, I'd say three years ago, decided to not perform anymore. Um, I kind of, I was doing a show at the time and I was very much like, oh, I don't get the buzz anymore. And, you know, I was taking a bow and all of this and I was just happy to get off stage. Um, it's really hard. It's really difficult because it's a bit of a, I'm putting myself out there again and it could be a massive flop and which is fine if it is but it's um it's a difficult one um because i'm playing 
myself i'm not playing a character which someone else has written it would be me writing characters that i have written if that makes sense so yeah um i don't know is the answer right now i i would never say never um right now i just would like to be a bit two meter disc distant so i can hug my mum. but uh right now you know i'm not going to say no to it by any means um Watch this space. Watch this. That's, say that's, that's a bit of yeah. Because I think what, what, yeah. if you were to put them, obviously you're, we're going to come into this literally in, literally the next question. But yeah, yeah. there was obviously there was a bigger announcement, and you, you've got a pilot of a TV show. Um, mm -hmm. How much you can say about that? I'm not. I'm not pressing. We're not that type of interview. But that that we can see you, you did announce that you've got a pilot of a, of a TV show, and it's yeah. going to be different clips from. That's, that's how it's going to work, isn't it? You can describe that. It's going to be similar, different clips and stuff. It's literally yeah, so, going to be... Sorry, on you go. On you go. Yeah, it's just going to be... Um, it, it's going to be uh, five of the characters that you've seen so far and a, a journey to so far what you can really take in a pilot, which is not that long, if that makes sense. So, you know, you can't make a pilot, which is an hour if that makes sense. No. Um, so it will start to introduce more, probably more so to the general public, the truth about a, a parody of our industry. So people that aren't necessarily in our industry that, you know, Joe Public could be introduced to. Um, and then we will see where the pilot takes me from there. Um, but I mean, what I always say is, you know, it's amazing that I've met, being offered a pilot i'm not um intending on it becoming a series i'm not intending on it becoming a one-man show actually if it's just made a lot of people very happy during a lockdown then i am thrilled with that if anything else happens great that was never my intention of that to ever happen um apart from to make people smile when they felt a little bit down so yeah it wasn't your intention to be a choreographer at the time you became one. No, exactly. And it wasn't my intention to be a comedian either. Um, so who knows? You, you never, never know. know. We might be having a different conversation. You never but, know. You never know. By the sounds of it, it's a yeah. kind of, from my understanding of it, it's a kind of Little Britain version of Theatre World. Um, kind of. I kind of didn't want it to be just me either. Um, cause I thought, uh, just me for 25 minutes would be very boring very quickly. So we are introducing other actors and different characters to it. Uh, but which will be centered by the, which will, the pilot will be centered around the characters you've already met. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. That does make yeah. sense. So, so Rebecca, that it kind of brings into it then, it wants to know, and I think we all know the answer, but just so that everybody knows, how can you audition for the TV show? So, so as in, there's, you've got the Fosse Ballet on uh, Twitter, which is the announcement, and on Instagram, and there's a self-tape you can do. You can go on the YouTube link and uh, learn the choreographers uh, two ways of choreography. And then we just want to see a bit of your ideal Fosse Forest Ballet choreography. And that is how 
what we will do, we'll get all the video submissions together and some of them will be featured in our pilot, which will then be critiqued by the creatives in the show. There we go, see? There you go. That's how you do it, Rebecca. That's um, how you do it, it's that easy. It's that we, will, we will put out onto Twitter, obviously there's a deadline I'm sure, but we'll put out straight away uh, all the links and stuff for them so you can help, help you get people Thank in. You. Uh, last question is, is, is from me, um, mm -hmm. and it's a, uh, how do I get a part? You know, how do I, how do I get a part? How do you get a part? Yes. Yeah. I don't dance. Fussy forest ballet. I, I want your fussy forest ballet. <laughs> you'll get, you'll, you'll be the one that they like, get the laughter. No, but as in like, what I, I genuinely love about the whole thing that has happened is, um, is there's no, you've got to be professionally trained. I've had uh, newborn babies audition. I've had families audition. I've had people ne never trained audition. I've had professionals audition. I've had West End stars audition. And what I love is actually the whole thing is just a real big embrace of love for it. And um, none of it is, oh, nah and oh yeah, yeah yeah it's no we're all in it together everyone is as brilliant as each other and i love that and i think especially where we are in the world right now where we need to lift each other up i think that is a really gorgeous way of doing it and i'm really proud of that no definitely so one last question that, that i've just thought of there where did the name fossey forest valley come from like what is that an absolute it's a mistake I literally put the outfit on, press record, and it came out my mouth. Oh, okay, that. That's, that's literally it. I did it. So there was no. Home. I know you said you didn't write skits, but that that name wasn't thought of or anything. It just literally no. was. Posty Forest, no. Forest Ballet. Yeah, it's really hard to say as well. Posty Forest Ballet. <laughs> yeah, but as in, it's just one of those things that just. Um, I now have a notepad next to my bed if I wake up in the night with an idea, just in case, because my mind is constantly ticking over sense, yeah. right now. Um, but at the time, like all my videos that you've all seen, all of them have just been me, record, what do I want to say? Um, um, stop recording, record, what do I want to say? Stop. And you know, some things, like the stage door one, the amount of outtakes, because it was outside, I had birds, I had police sirens, I had so <laughs> many of them girls. Like, oh, for goodness sake, I just want to say, run, Sandra, we've got to get to the stage door. And it was like, Ee! I was like, oh, you know, so it was just those things that actually took longer than actually saying it. Than actually doing it. Yeah, absolutely. It really did. Yeah. yeah. So that brings us to so the So that's end. where it came from. Uh, there we go. Thank you so much for having me. No, no, we've got just a wee bit to go. Just say the, yes, the oh god. Oh yes, we've got the quick fire round. Uh, okay. Not so quick fire round as Tom got renamed it. Renamed it. Okay. And um, just a couple of questions. Um, so it's what would your dream show to choreograph be? If somebody said you can uh, have any show, I'm going to say uh, fame. Do you have fame? That's, yeah, I can understand that one. Um, so what's your favourite musical theatre song to dance to or choreograph? So the song, not, not show. Oh, uh, 
Wow, that's really tricky. Um, I'm still going to give it to Run and Tell That. Right. Can I do I can that? that? Even though I've yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant show. Yeah. yeah, brilliant song. It's a fantastic song. So yes, of course you can. Mm. Um, and what's your top five shows that you've choreographed? Oh, um, Hairspray, Closer to Heaven, Miracle on 34th Street, uh, One Man, Two Governors was fun. I met a lot of good friends on that one. And I'm going to say, because I have to, because I think it's important. Uh, ooh, Liverpool Empire Panto, because that's where my career started. So without that, you that's never what I'm going to say. Yeah. Oh, that last one was tricky. <laughs> the, the, that, that's all the questions you'd be glad to know. Uh, we you. have finished that's the questions. Uh, the last thing we, we've got to do is have you heard of the Ice Bucket Challenge? Wait, yeah, like back in the day when they did it. Yeah, when they yeah, 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 yeah. We're not going to ask you to put ice over yourself, don't worry. Uh, okay. All we're going to say, obviously, when you did the Ice Bucket Challenge, you had to, to nominate somebody at the end. So now that you've gone through the pain, Mm -hmm. uh, it's now your turn to inflict pain on somebody else. Um, so all we ask is on this oh, video... Oh, I didn't the... think this was painful. Oh, thanks, Philip. You're too nice. You're too kind. I think the, the, the fans were, were, were kind on you. That's what it was. <laughs> um, but what, all we're going to ask you to do is to nominate somebody on the, the video. And then once yeah. you're finished, pop onto Twitter um, and pop on a tweet just to say, I've just finished my talk with West End Talks and then tag that person or people, because you can nominate more than one if you want, um, mm -hmm. in, that, in that post. Tag us and tag whoever you nominate. And try do, and you have, do you have a profession that you feel like you haven't been? You can nominate whoever you want, because we've, we've got lighting, we've had a producer, we've had, now had a choreographer, so we, we've got plenty of actors and stuff, so it can be anyone you want. Um, okay. Oh, this is really mean because I quite like everyone. And this was a really fun experience. So I kind of want quite a lot of people to enjoy it at the same time. I'm going to nominate... You can see it to as many people as you want. Okay. I'm going to nominate um, Carrie-Anne, choreographer of Six Musical, if I can. Yeah, yeah of course you can. Um, I'm also going to nominate dance captain extraordinaire and assistant Joanna Goodwin. Oh, there, yes, that's, I know that name. Who's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I feel like who else is there that would be amazing for it? Have you had Amy Atkinson yet? No. I'm going to nominate Amy Atkinson then. From Pretty that's Woman good. and Six. That's a good nomination. I'll message her after this. They'll be like, you have to do it. <laughs> well, for June Tom, so... That finishes the trio off nicely. But yeah, that, that yes, brings exactly. us... Yeah, so what you do is tag those three in, in, the, in the post, in the Twitter yeah. post, tag us in it as well, and we'll, we'll try and get them in to do a talk. That would be great. Um, but that brings awesome. us to the end, I'm afraid, uh, of the chat. Right, thank you for having uh, me. All that's left for you guys at home is, is to remember, obviously, Philip and me aren't just here for fun. Uh, well, I'd like to hope he certainly had fun, but we're not just here for fun. Um, the whole point is to try and raise money for acting for others. 
Um, so anything at all that you can donate, uh, no matter how little, everything, every little helps, as Tesco say. Um, it's just pop the link will be in the bio below. So just pop anything you can into the Just Giving page. It'll be most gratefully received. And then join us next time when we'll have Elliot Gooch from BTA, so British Theatre Academy's performance of Once in This Island last year. So he'll be joining us to talk about his experiences in that. But thank you once again, Philip. It has been an absolute pleasure. Um, it's been great you. to chat to you and, and get to learn more about you and the dancing world. Um, thank but you so much for having me. No, thank you for joining us. And everybody, get, guys, take care. Thank you. Uh, not everybody does. I can't see people.